What's up, everyone? Philly Insider Podcast. We are finishing up the AFC East previews right now. So we did the Bills, the Pats, and the Finns. Um, me and Nate have been on a few of those, as well as Sanjay. So we're finishing it up. And next up, we've got the AFC West for you guys. So keep an eye out. Um, Sanjay's excited for that one, too. And, yeah, today, Nate, I've got the Jets jersey on. <laughs> Um, that Nate always said. just if you're a Jets fan watching and you're confused, it's an Eagles Kelly Green throwback because yeah. we're in a Philadelphia channel, but we do NFL previews, so I had yeah. to wear it. Um, I'll wear my Rams one when it's time for the Rams preview. <laughs> if, I, if I hop on that, I think I have to hop on it now, but um, to, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, honestly, looking at the roster, um, I'm excited for this preview, man, but looking at the schedule, I'm not so excited. So, right. um, either way, I'm, I'm looking forward to going over the team, but what's kind of your take on, you know, we'll, we'll give us a little bit of a recap from last year and mm-hmm. then you can hop into like off season additions and stuff. Cause I want to hear some of this. Cause I know a little bit of it, but I'm sure you have more information on the direction of the team. I mean, yeah. So the, 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 the Jets did not have the best season. Obviously they got the second overall pick because they had the second worst record in the league. So that's not a great start. They didn't win a game until game 15. But they did have two notable wins back-to-back against the Rams and the Browns, who are both still playing for playoff spots and seeding position. So you can't just say that they were giving up and, and let the Jets have those wins. So two notable wins there. But as you look throughout that, that season, they, they had running back controversy, QB controversy. They weren't set on who they wanted whether it was Sam Darnold or Joe Flacco, but they got two wins out of it somehow with very little production, offensive and defensive power. Uh, that's impressive. Adam Gase has gone their head coach. They brought in the, uh, I think it was offensive or defensive coordinator from the 49ers. Yep. So hopefully that brings a new spark to them um, and just, you know, gives them more power. I'm looking at their roster this year. It looks tremendously better than, um, than last year's and, and people have given them a top five off season review. They were the, had the, one of the top five best off seasons so far. Yeah. And we can get right into that. Just some, some people that they picked up, obviously a big one. They got rid of Sam Darnold and Joe Flacco drafted Zach Wilson with the second overall pick. So they are full sending on to Zach Wilson, the quarterback at a BYU, and they'll see yep. how he, he does. They had a great draft picking up Elijah Vera Tucker, offensive lineman, rookie, really solid. That was awesome. In the draft. That was a great pick by them. They picked up Elijah Moore, I think, in the second round. A steal. Yes. The dude is one of the best slot receivers out there, probably of that draft as well. So I like to see that from him. And they picked up Michael Carter, too. Um, yeah. Another underrated draft pick. They paired him up with Tevin Coleman coming from the 49ers. It looks like they have a good running back room. Their defense improved as well, picking up Sheldon Jenkins or Rankins, excuse me, from the Saints and my boy Carl Austin from the Bengals. Unfortunately, though, this is the worst thing for the Jets season. They got rid of the GOAT himself, Frank Gore. Uh, he is no longer being running for them. So that is sad to see. I love Frank Gore. And Le'Veon have, Bell, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. They got rid of that <laughs> contract. So they're looking good. They're starting to rebuild right. That's the thing. They got yeah. good weapons, a possible future franchise QB, and now they have a good, you know, good offensive lineman to pair with them. So they're, they're looking pretty solid. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you. I mean, just going on talking about the offense a little bit, you can jump in wherever. I mean, yeah, like you said, Zach Wilson is their franchise guy right now. They're going to move yeah. forward with him. And, you know, people can argue about whether he was supposed to be picked second overall, but – 
that's who the Jets thought was their guy. And we will see how it pans out. I'm interested like you. Um, we were talking a little bit before the pod. I mean, only had one productive season at BYU. So that's always a concern, but you can see he definitely has the skill set for it. It's just, you know, will it translate to the NFL level? Um, because, you know, obviously you can have the strongest arm, you can have um, the accuracy and all that and, and the mobility, but you know, it's going to be an adjustment, I think, for him reading NFL defenses. So we'll see how he progresses from the first half of the year to the second half of the year, because it's going to be tough this year. It's a young team. You know, you're going to have to face a lot of tough defenses on the schedule, which we'll talk about. And, you know, he's got a He's got a hard task right now, especially yeah. there's no other quarterback to turn to right now. Like last year, they had Flacco, um, who they could give a shot. They don't have a Flacco this year. They have um, James Morgan and Mike White. Like that's those aren't two guys you're going to put if, if James Morgan is in the game. That's not a good sign for Zach Wilson unless he's, you know, if he's hurt, then yeah. But um, meaning if, if Zach Wilson gets benched, that's not a good sign. But I don't think he's going to get benched. Yeah. Um, like you said, Mike LaFleur coming to the offense. I think he's he's a guy who can cater to Zach Wilson's play style. I don't think it's going to be an exact replica of the 49ers offense, but I think you're going to see some of the stuff implemented, especially the two running back sets a lot of the time. Because like you said, like the running back room is nice. You've got obviously Tevin Coleman, I think, coming over is huge because he can just teach the other guys how the system works, right? Mm -hmm. Michael Carter, a guy who has Saquon thighs. I mean, this guy just bounces off the tacklers. He's a guy who can get to the second level. You even got Ty Johnson, who they brought over from the Lions mm -hmm. last year, who's like a good speed threat, good fourth option. LaMichael Pirine was their fourth round pick in 2020. Like he's also got some potential, yeah. just couldn't stay healthy. And then you still got Josh Adams, former Eagle, who, you know, he had some pretty good flashes last year. I think he'll probably end up on the practice squad, but he's a guy who can contribute if called upon. Like he's he's got some burst to him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I like what you said. It's really going to be a lot about the running backs committee this year. And I think it's going to yeah. be a big part of their success, especially getting Zach Wilson comfortable and not putting it all on him. So yeah. talking about Zach Wilson more and the weapons they got around him, like you said, you know, they brought in Corey Davis, who yeah. I'm not sure is a number one, but I think they have enough other guys that the receiver position that he's not going to have to be like a D hop or Julio type number one, but he can be a solid enough number one. Like they have Jameson Crowder who can play in the slot, right? Yeah. Like you said, they brought in Elijah Moore, who's a great slot receiver. I think he's going to spend time on um, the outside and the slot just because yeah. I think he's he's probably going to – he's just that good. I mean, that's just how yeah. good he is. I know you were high on him before the draft. Um, and, you know, Denzel Mims I'm a little bit worried about because apparently he didn't have a good OTAs. And he, he was the guy who everyone said – well, DK wasn't the cleanest route runner. He didn't have all those good drills and like he didn't run a, a variety. They said he didn't run a variety of routes. Yeah. But Denzel Mims, while he has a nice build to him, he's not a DK Metcalf build. I mean, he, he did there. There were concerns about him not running a lot of routes is becoming. I and mean, what do you know? The report this off season was that he wasn't good at running the short and intermediate routes. Like, you know, you can't just have him as a deep threat. So we'll see if he can be a guy in year two, stay healthy, but I'm not a big Den, uh, Denzel Mims fan, but Hey, maybe I'm proved wrong. Maybe I'm proved wrong. And um, you know, they have a nice, they have a nice step there. I mean, they have Cleveland Cole and Braxton Barrios, two guys who can contribute in backup roles and come in and yeah. spell snaps for these other guys. So yeah. Only other thing I have to say, I mean, offensive line has gotten better. You have, obviously, like you said, you have Eric Tucker, you have yeah. Beckton at left tackle. Yeah. If he can stay healthy, you signed Morgan Moses to right tackle. My only concerns are in the interior with center and right guard. And that's big for Wilson. Like Wilson's going to get sacked a good amount of the time. But he's not going to get eaten alive. Like, they are not setting him up to fail. And then, yeah, the only other thing I would say is they're probably not going to run a lot of tight ends out there because they have Herndon. I mean, he hasn't really, ever since his rookie year, it's been a little up and down. And, you know, he's a solid contributor. I just don't think he's he's coming into contract year, so it's important for him to prove he can be a number one. I don't think he is. They have Kenny Yaboa, former Temple tight end, played at Ole Miss's past few years. I think he's a good receiving tight end who could make the roster as an undrafted free agent. 
And then they have Tyler Croft, who's experienced. He'll probably play good amount. I mean, you know a lot about him. Um, mm-hmm. And they Trayvon Wesco is apparently transi- transitioning to fullback. So we'll see if they kind of go under center a little bit more, make him kind of the Kyle Juszczyk of the yeah. offense, kind of like the 49ers. But, um, yeah, I know that was a little long-winded, but I do like the offense a lot. I think they have a lot of potential there. But it's very young, so we'll see if they can execute. Anything else you want to – I mean, you kind of talked about it in your free agent acquisition. Yeah. So anything else you want to add on to that? I was just kind of going off what you said. Oh, no, no. Yeah, you, they, I think they did a really good job of signing, you know, Tevin Coleman – to pair with their weak interior because Coleman isn't a guy who runs it up the gut every single play. Yes. Neither is Michael Carter. Michael Carter could certainly do it, but they're going to be able to use these outside, you know, sweeps or um, something like that, or pit, uh, pitch, something like that. Yep. So they get on the outside to use Bear Tucker, Becton, whoever it is on the outside. So I really like that. Um, and yeah, we can move right into their defense who has improved as well. Um, of course they got Sheldon J- Rankins. I keep saying Jenkins and, um, <laughs> and uh, Carl Lawson, who will add immediate pressure. I'm really bummed out the Bengals didn't hold on to him. Uh, he just didn't get enough money he wanted. The guy is very underrated. Uh, I think he, he had he had some crazy sacks in the AFC North against good offensive linemen coming out of the Browns, the Ravens, and the Steelers. He put a lot of pressure on the QB. Rankins isn't as crazy. He's, he's a little bit better at plugging up the middle, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but he's still a decent guy. He's an improvement. Of course, they've got Marcus May, safety, you know, decent guy. Uh, and CJ Mosley, you know, a, a veteran guy, came out of that Ravens defensive crazy powerhouse. So they have a decent, uh, a decent defense. It's certainly nothing crazy. I don't think that they will be able to, you know, hold up against Stephon Diggs and the Bills. But, you know, they, they, they get a good draft pick this year. They get a good corner. They're, they're one or two players away from, um, you know, having a decent defense that can really stand up to the AFC East's top wide receivers. Absolutely. I mean, I, I 100% agree with you. I think I think Robert Salah is really going to do a good job. They're transitioning from a 3-4 to a 4-3, so we'll see yeah. how they adjust. Um, and Robert Salah, I think – um, I believe he's known for a lot of like cover two, cover three. So we'll see how these corners adjust to more, maybe more zone, but they'll play some man still. And like you said, Carl Lawson, in addition, they, they added Vinny Curry, who's a good depth piece on the mm-hmm. offense or on the defensive line. Um, they have a guy, John Franklin Myers, who's also a backup. He had 13 quarterback hits last year, only really played 44% of the snaps. So I think that's impressive. And yeah. um, in, in like a deaf role, like you said, they had Sheldon Rankins. They still have Quinn Williams on the interior to match with him, which I think will be nice. Um, they have a guy, Full Lorenzo Fachikasi. I don't know if I said his name right, but uh, they call him Foley. So, um, yeah, he's a good depth piece. They think he's kind of like more just a run stopper in the middle. Um, I believe he had, I have it up here, force fumble, two pass deflections. So even if he's not getting the quarterback, he's sticking his hand up and then right. 42 tackles. Like you said, Mosley is in the middle there. They want him to be that leader. He had the injury and then opted out last year. Um, so he's missed pretty much two seasons now. So we'll see how he does. And, yeah, linebacker position is a young one. I mean, Cashman, I think, Brian, or Blake Cashman, I think, is the one guy they have on the one side. And then I believe they have um, – I'm blanking. I need to cheat on my my notes. Um, I'm completely blanking on who it was. Oh, Jared Davis, the guy from the Lions who was their first-round pick, hasn't really panned out in their scheme, but they're hoping he can do well in New York. So, you know, it's a young group, but it's an experienced group for even how young it is. Um, outside, I mean, Mosley's not young, but he just hasn't played in a while. And then yeah. – you know, they drafted Hamza Nasir Dalin, who I, I scouted. He was a safety coming into the draft, but I'm so glad he's a linebacker in the NFL because he's not a covered safety. I mean, he's a good – he's really fit to be a linebacker. And then they have Jamie and Sherwood, who's a guy from Auburn, kind of similar story there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, like you said, back end, Marcus May is going to be leading that group. Um, I like Marcus May a lot. He's a stud. 
And yeah. they added uh, LaMarcus Joyner from the Raiders, who will come over and probably match and be that other starting safety. And then, you know, um, the cornerback position, I mean, is really the only concerns I have here. Like, you have um, – who is it? Uh, Bless Austin, I think, is going to be the starter. He's been the start yeah. of the past two years, but he's – and is coming in his third year, hasn't played that much. They're expecting Bryce Hall, not the TikTok star, to be the, the other starter on the other side. He started seven games last year with an interception and three pass deflections. And look, those are two guys who like aren't really big names. They're like middle round picks, I believe. And, you know, you, you can't really go into this season with those two guys as your starting corners. Maybe they can be death pieces. But like you said, I think they need to add a corner in the future. They, they drafted Michael Carter on the, on the defensive side of the ball. They drafted two Michael Carters. The other one's yeah, Michael Carter, yeah. the second, who is uh, apparently a really good slot corner. I was watching some guy break down tape on him. I'll have to link it below, but he did a really got, good job breaking down tape. And um, yeah, apparently they're, cause they lost Brian pool, who was like a star slot corner for them. And they're going to add Michael Carter in to be um, their starter, hopefully, which is going to be big for them. I think, I think he's going to be a key piece, but like, other than that, it's Eccles, Guidry, like, not really any big names yeah. here. Corey, Corey Ballantyne cannot step on the field as a corner. He needs to be a kick returner only. I watched him on the Giants. He's, he's a kick returner. He's not a corner. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I mean, Isaiah Dunn, keep an eye on him, undrafted free agent, highest highest undrafted free agent in Jets history. So, um, he should be a good cornerback. And then you have uh, Justin Hardy, who's going to be their great special teamer, not going to play much on defense. Um, keep an eye on Ashton Davis to see if he can kind of be better in year two as a safety. And then – kicking they have a competition this year i think sam thicken is going to win it if he's healthy yeah. um brandon mann is the punter he had five punts inside the the 20 against the browns and that was five of his seven so he really finished the season on a good note there and then yeah. Yeah. thomas hennessy i mean come on that's a great long snapper name like every long snapper has a cool name and he just continues the trend so um, <laughs> i'm excited to see i'm excited to see what he does apparently he's a pretty consistent long snapper so yeah, I know I take a while on those, but I really do like going over the depth chart. So, Nate, um, yeah, let's talk about some of the games to highlight. I mean, obviously, week one is going to be a pretty uh, yeah. key one coming up. Pretty, pretty. I can't believe they scheduled this week one, but I'm happy uh -huh. they did. Yeah, they're playing Sam Darnold in Carolina. Um, this is going to be, I think, just a, a moral win for the Jets or a moral win for Sam Darnold. It'll be a very season-defying um you know, game, will Sam Darnold get his revenge or will the Jets prevail? We will find out. Right. I think this will also be really good for both Sam Darnold and Zach Wilson just to see how they do coming into the, the year with a new team. And it doesn't stop there. They play the, the they play New England at home and uh, they did not finish well in the division last year. So any divisional wins are big for the Jets, especially to see if the Patriots are legit. Uh, you know, if they're going to, um, you know, be be the bottom or if the, the Patriots will take that spot. Will Mac Jones start? Probably not. Take advantage of that. Cam Newton doesn't do the craziest amount. They can possibly light up that defense. We don't know. They play the art, my Bengals. And I mean, you know, you could talk about the, the horrendous defenses on both sides. Um, but I think it's going to be a battle of the QBs, Zach Wilson versus uh, Joe Burrow. It'll be really interesting to see. And then, yeah, of course, I think it's uh, I think it's safe yeah. to say you guys have the better defense, though. I, I was being unbiased, but yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll that as well. Um, but you know, this is the NFL, like you you were saying earlier, is anything can happen on any given day. Um, right. And so, you know, they could surprise a lot of people. The last game being, of course, the number one versus the number two pick overall, the Jacksonville Jaguars coming in at week sixteen. So near the end of the year, they're playing the Jags in uh, New, New York. So 
Yeah, it'll, it'll be an interesting year. A lot of questions. Will Zach Wilson perform? How many players will MetLife Stadium take out and ruin their careers? You know, so it's a lot of questions. Here. Um, what else did you see on the on the schedule there? Or did you hear from, from those games that I just mentioned? Yeah, I mean, I think T-Law versus Wilson is going to be interesting, especially at that point. Like, we'll have a good idea of yeah. how the rookie years are going. Um, I hope it's like – but, like, Zach Wilson's overperforming a little bit. Trevor Lawrence is doing, you know, I, I say as expected because he's expected to be, you know, a, a premier talent. Like people are saying this guy's going to be a Hall of Famer already. I'm not there yet, but, you know, he does have that potential. So um, I want to see like where they're both at at that point. And yeah, like the Patriots matchup is going to be interesting because obviously young quarterbacks really struggle against the complex Patriots defense. And it just depends on how the Patriots offense is executing with who's at quarterback. Like, because if, if they can execute, they will definitely give the Jets defense some fits. But if they can't, that Jets front four is going to get time to feast because um, they're solid front four. And, you know, it's going to help the back end of the defense. So, yeah, that's really all I have to add. I'm just excited to see Darnold versus old team, yeah. too. So that's that'll be funny to watch. Yeah. yeah. Next year, so can... next year, we'll get Wentz versus the Eagles. So that'll be that, in Indianapolis. Ooh, that'll be interesting. <laughs> Uh, but we'll get yeah. into our floor ceiling record prediction. I'll go first. Um, go I don't it. see the Jets going 0-16. I don't see Zach Wilson, you know, not winning a game. So yeah. I think I'll give them two wins here, guaranteed, whether that's against the Jaguars, Houston, which is a mess right now, or, you know, some other surprise here and there. So I think they'll at least win two games. Their ceiling, I don't see them being a playoff team. I see maybe they shockingly – get above 500 and go nine and eight. Um, but in reality, for me, I, I'm not high on Zach, Will, uh, Zach Wilson. I'm not high on the quarterbacks in this draft. That, that's a whole discussion for another thing. Um, next, this upcoming draft, I'm a lot more high on the QBs, but um, I have their record going four and 13. Now I could see them winning more games in a shock, but as far as just like, if I'm like, okay, these guys, these are their weapons. This is how their team plays. These guys, I don't see them winning that many games, uh, which is still, it's still an improvement from last year. You know, they won two more games. So that's something that's improvement. I just don't see them taking a big jump. What about you, Hunter? Yeah. I mean, we wouldn't make a very good talk show because we agree on a lot of that. <laughs> so, so I have us, I have not us. Um, well, I guess us, but <laughs> um, <laughs> The floor is that the floor is two wins for me as well. Like, I don't think they're going to go 0 16, but I think absolute worst Zach Wilson flops or he gets hurt and they don't do as well as, um, as they can. And then I think ceiling is probably nine wins. Like you said, maybe they surprise some people. Robert Salah is a really good coach. It's a new system yeah. and he's a high energy, high culture guy. So I'm excited to see what he does, but I don't see them making the playoffs. I think they are a five and 12 team. So yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. But I'm I'm interested to see. Like, I think the Jets are they still have are like a, a year or two out of their like competing. But yeah, I think they have very nice building blocks in place right now to move forward. Yeah, that's that said perfectly. And I'm yep. just for Jets fans, you know, it sucks to be in the rebuilding. Trust me, I know I'm a Bengals fan. I've been here for years. But you guys are rebuilding right, and I think that's something to be happy about. If Zach Wilson mm -hmm. pans out, you'll have one of the best rebuilds, you know, this this uh, this decade. But uh, at least you're going in the right direction. There's a lot of teams that are they don't know which way to go. So, yeah, yeah. There's, there's hope for the Jets, and um, there is. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they surprise some people this year. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I don't think I have anything else to say. You have anything else to add? Um, no. Please be no. careful, Joe Burrow, in uh, in MetLife Stadium. Do not 
tear your ACL, knock on wood. <laughs> oh man, honestly, man, honestly, let's let's keep him in prayer because the Jets do have a pretty solid front. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, thank you guys for watching. We appreciate it. Make sure to check out more of our previews. Me and Nate have been covering the trade deadline, and the support has been tremendous on those videos. So we thank yeah, you guys. Thank you guys. Um, the Marte and Boxing videos both went over 600 views. So we appreciate yeah, you guys for awesome. that. But yeah. um, yeah, that's all we guys say. Uh, run, baby, run. Fly, eagles, fly. Uh, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. We'll see you guys later. Peace out. See you guys.